between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. praise we thank you for tonight thank you for your mercy we thank you for your unfailing love we thank you because you're our father we thank you for all that you have been doing we thank you for all that you have done thank you for what you will yet do in our lives we see we are exalted in Jesus name father we come to you there again before you tonight we ask father that your mercy will find us tonight again in the name of Jesus father you are the author of your word you are the author of our eternal salvation father as we come tonight we ask father that you would write your laws your words upon our heart tonight again in the name of Jesus. Father, we 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 know that you have insight into all of our needs. You have insight into the depth of our heart. You have insight into that which we need to turn and yield to you. We ask Father that tonight that you you would have mercy on us. Amen. Even to find words yes, to be able to connect you tonight Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, that your will may be made known Amen. in our hearts. Amen. We ask, Father, that you will show us mercy tonight Amen. in your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I pray as Amen. you have been speaking, we ask, Father, that tonight be another night of drawing Amen. to desire you once more Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, impart us with your love. Amen. Get us drunk to fall in love with you. Amen. Father, help us to fall in love as we should. But I will pray tonight that you give Amen. us strength to fall in love again with you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. But I pray tonight that you would help me. Amen. Father, as I, as I speak your word, I ask for help tonight. Let help be given in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let help be made available for to speak your word. But I pray, I submit to you. I ask that you make my tongue the tongue of a, of a ready writer, Amen. even to write your words tonight. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Father, because you are here with us once again. Thank you, Father, for the mercy of your spirit. Father, we ask, Father, that you will guide us in your word tonight. In the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you make your spirit available. Let there be abundance of your spirit. Even for to speak your word and to hear your word tonight. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, I submit again to you. I yield to you totally. I come empty. Mm. And I come under you. I come under your spirit. Mm. For life. For strength. I come under you. I come under. I submit to you totally. 
I yield myself, I yield my thought, I yield my mind to you to answer to your word. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just say hello to your neighbor. Amen. Tonight is a very interesting night. Amen. Um, for all of us that are able to gather here tonight, we say thank God. And for those of us joining us online, thank you for joining us. Um, in the in the love of the Spirit, thank you. And uh, it's a it's a wonderful day tonight. I'll say. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I uh, let me just open. Let me just open Ecclesiastes chapter twelve. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm hoping that God would lead us again tonight. We don't know where we we'll, where we will end up. With regards to <clears throat> the water night, <clears throat> I know. Uh, I kind of, I think, a couple of Saturdays ago, we kind of stumbled upon this scripture, and uh, since then, God has been helping us to find waters in here. <clears throat> so, open to Ecclesiastes. 12 is the last book, is last chapter, sorry, in Ecclesiastes, <clears throat> or, the, or the preacher. <clears throat> Amen. Praise the Lord. Sorry, from verse uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. <clears throat> Just remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun, or the light, or the moon, or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain, in the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and they grind their seas because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the street when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Also when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets, or ever the silver cord be loose, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. 
Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, said the preacher, all is vanity. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yea, he gave good heed and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written was upright, even words of truth. The words of the wise are as the words of the wise are as golds or gods, and as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. And further by this my son be admonished of making many books. There is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um. <clears throat> I'm still looking to see where God would have us uh, go with respect to direction tonight. Um, but one, one, one thing I that's been the height of or the highlight here um, has been the the need to to desire God. <clears throat> Amen. And it's almost as if they began to to warn warn about a certain time that is coming. Um, I think that's what we focused on on Saturday. Um, just trying to differentiate um, the time that there will be so much strength to pursue after the things of God, and there will be a time where uh, <clears throat> strength will fail. Um, because desire shall fail. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, just... Just reading this again. It says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh. When thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them, while the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened, and the doors shall be shut in the street when the sound of the grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of the bird, and all the daughters of music shall be brought low, 
also when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fears shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the street, or ever the silver cord be loosed, or the golden bowl be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return to God who gave it. Vanity of vanity, said the preacher, all is vanity. Amen. Um, this this passage, um, I think, is quite interesting in a way. Um, the way it's the way it's the way it's written. It's talking about. It started by saying to remember now, thy Creator. Uh, in the days of thy youth, right. And it says while the evil days. While the evil days. Come not. Not the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Say, I'll have, I have no pleasure in them. When thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Um, one thing that we see that, that characterizes us is pleasure. Mm, is pleasure. Why pleasure? Um, what 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 man is initially designed for is pleasure, right? Um, man ought to do pleasure, and while doing so, please God in the process as well. Because the pleasure that the pleasure that man should enjoy is not any pleasure. The pleasure that man should enjoy is the pleasure that is on the right hand of God. <clears throat> Amen. So, you see, uh, in the book of Psalm, I think, is this Psalm 16? When it says that, in thy presence there is fullness of joy, and on thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Um, pleasures forevermore is, you know, is, an, is an everlasting pleasure, mm? which flows down to us. As we begin to journey in our journey towards God. Amen. Amen. And the, the preacher here is talking about a time where man would actually say, I have no pleasure in them. Now, that statement, I have no pleasure in them, means it's talking about something. 
right? Pleasure in them. What is the them there, right? Um, there are, it means I have no pleasure in certain things, right? It says, I have no pleasure in them. In what? So remember now that creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, not the years draw nigh. When thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. I have no pleasure in them. In what? You have no pleasure in the evil days or years? Not really. Right? Now, this, it's, this, this them thing, I have no pleasure in them. Right? And it's, they put semi, okay, let's, we're not done yet with the thought. Let's continue. Then they began to talk about, so when the sun or the light or the moon, or the stars be not darkened, nor the cloud return after the rain. Now, they're talking about a time and a season where desires will dry up. Right? Now, when you say you have no pleasure in them, is a time where desire is failing. Now, you see, you see in verse 5, when he talks about the grasshopper shall be a burden and desire shall fail. Right? Because man goeth to his long home and the mourners go about the street. Now, because there's, there's a time to do, there's a time to do things. There's a time to do everything. Like you, we can see in the earlier verse of this Ecclesiastes where he began to talk about there is time for everything under the sun. Right? A time to love, a time to cry, a time to uh mourn a time to be happy i, mean, I think oh is that so there is time for everything under the sun right um i think in verse uh verse chapter three i think say to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant, a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sue. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that walketh in that wherein he liberate? I have seen the traveling with God. I'm talking about seasons, but you know, that's, that's the highlight there in chapter 3. Talking about a specific season in the lives uh, of, uh, of men, right? And these seasons and times are quite important to pay attention to. Amen. And the preacher here is emphasizing on a particular time, right? It says, now that creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not. Now, when the evil days are approaching, that's the that's time you would already be saying you don't have pleasure, you have no pleasure anymore in the things of God. 
Now, when you say you have no pleasure in the things of God, it doesn't necessarily mean that you hate God generally. Right? Uh, it could be a time where you, you've, you've, you just lost appetite for certain things when it comes to growing up spiritually. Just lose appetite. Um, the, the preacher here is now emphasizing on making sure that you make the utmost use of your youthful season. Amen. Um, I think on, on Saturday, um, what we did mostly was talk about the these evil days that they are talking about, like I said earlier. And one of the things that we focused on was following, enjoying the wine of the Spirit when you can. I know that's one of the things we mentioned, right? Enjoying the wine of the Spirit um, wine, in a way, is linked to pleasure, right? Uh, it, because it is wine that gives you pleasure. When you drink wine to some degree, right, and you are high in the spirit, you find so much pleasure in that experience that you want to experience it again, right? And... The youthful season is the season where you get to spend all your strength looking for wine. Amen. Is what you spend all your strength looking for wine. Now, whatever. Now, when I say wine, is the one of the spirit, right? And whenever God makes this available, because, like I said, there there is there are seasons that we go through. In our lives, and you know, it is wise to understand and identify those seasons of strength, right? Because what always, what mostly come after a season of strength is a season where it feels like there is nothing, there's no strength, right? But in that season, is actually a season where those that have built strength will be able to move through. Right. The reason for the youthful season is to gather as much strength as you can. Right. That's one of the reasons for the youthful season, to gather as much strength as you can, so that you can go through the evil days, the evil season, the seasons where things won't come to you as they come before, where things may not be necessarily available the way they used to be available. But you must have acquired things to equip you on the journey. In those seasons, and the funny thing is, in those seasons whereby things are seen is not available, you would have a reserve of supply. Hmm? If you're able to Use the, the youthful season the way we should. Amen. Um, <clears throat> I know one of the things I also mentioned on, on, on Saturday was 
you're trying to draw the the link between the these seasons that they're talking about this evil evil season and then trying to match it up with how it relates with the 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 season where you remember your creator right and i explained that to remember the creator simply means to fall in love with the creator amen hallelujah is to what is to fall in love with the creator and the season you fall in love with the season you look for you look for wine as much as you can When I say you look for wine, I, I mean, I'm, let me just clarify, because I know when I say you look for wine, eh, most people here may be wondering what kind of wine am I saying. I'm not saying you should go and get drunk. <laughs> I'm talking about the wine of the spirit. Um, the wine of the spirit is is what Holy Spirit gives. He, he, he gives us his wine to to enrich our experience in him. Amen. So the reason why Holy Ghost gives the, the wine is to enrich our experience with him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, if... Hmm. Amen. If you are not remembering your creator, or you are not remembering, let me just use God there. When you don't remember God, you forget anything that has to do with God. And that's what it means, right? Say, remember thy creator in the days that I there's something important about giving yourself to God early in a youthful life. I know I characterize this season, you know, uh, this, uh, your, the days of thy youth as seasons, right? But what I want to focus right now on really is our youth, when you say a natural life, youth, when you're a youth, Right, uh, I mean, it doesn't mean that when you're no longer a youth that you still won't have strength in a way, but of course you have strength. God, um, God would you know, equip us. Mm -hmm. But what you would realize is, as you move away from youthful age, you're becoming an adult. Uh, when I say, uh, when I say adult, or you're you transitioning into another phase of responsibility, mm. right? Um, what you realize is it is whatever you have been able to build while you are a youth that becomes your strength in that season. Mm. Amen. Fata fili meta fu fati efit ifita fa eferi fa 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 fa. Mm, fa, fi, fa, fa. 
Ifa fa fi fa 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 to journey far to to journey far 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 to journey far. Amen. Honestly, this this tongue is the same as the one. I I feel it's the same as the tongue on last Tuesday as well. They're talking about journeying far in the spirit. I mean, no, when you say journey far, that's that's even when you are you're talking about you no, know, let's say you are now you are now journeying, right? But let's say when you have not what about when you have not even started journeying? What's happening? Have you have you seen anybody that wants to travel? Let's say you want to go from, let's say Winnipeg to Edmonton, and you did not you did not get ready in Winnipeg. It is it is when you are on your way to the airport, you started getting yourself ready. You started packing the clothes you take. You started instead. You started uh, picking all the colors of clothes. You started picking all the, you know, for ladies, all the uh, makeup, right? For uh, you know, all the things you need is on your way to the airport, and then you are in the plane. You're already flying, and then you just all of a sudden have a supply, or you have a porter that opens up, whereby you can put your hand. Then your hand is reaching your room, and then you beginning to bring. <laughs> I mean, you are this I mean, I should be you are you are you are, you are traveling. You are not you are not prepared. You know, even by the time you even got to the to the airport, you know you don't have any traveling bag. They are asking you, were you were you checking a bag? You said, don't worry, you are checking a bag. When? So when you are flying, and you are ready. You check you checking your bag. I mean, no 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 airport would 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 take that. I mean, if you don't check in your bag, that's it, man. So, what we will pray, let's hope you have Philip Airways that can, that can help you journey from whatever location you have to another without taking a flight, right? I mean, it is during, it is during the time you are, it is before you embark on a journey that you prepare for the journey, right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. It is what? It is when you... It is before you embark on a journey that you prepare for the journey. Right? And that is, I'm now saying that the work of the Holy Ghost is actually to prepare you for the journey ahead of you. Which is the reason why you should desire Holy Ghost as, as in, without Holy Ghost, it is impossible to journey. No, no matter no matter how spiritual you are, if you if you are if you are, I mean, you can't you can't have access to the content of the spirit without Holy Ghost. It's the spirit that brings the content of the spirit to you. Right? Now, part of the work of the Holy Ghost when you get born again is to ensure that you are equipped for the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. 
one thing Holy Ghost does is create the desire for the Creator. Amen. Amen. It creates what? The desire for the Creator. If, if, I mean, the work of the Holy Ghost starts way before you get born again. I hope you know that, right? Mm. No, most most people th- most people think the time they, I think it's the time you just encounter Holy Ghost all of a sudden is when you get born again and then they pray for you and the Holy Ghost comes to live inside you. Now it is when you get born again it comes to live inside you, but that's not when it start, Holy Ghost started working in you. Does that make sense? Now. It is Holy Ghost that will orchestrate everything that needs to happen for you to be born again. Right? The bringing of friends around, the bringing of someone to, you know, talk to you about Christ, the bringing, the, 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 the bringing of the voice that's always telling you, see that, that direction you are going, don't go there. Right? Now that voice comes could come in, 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 in the in the form of your friends, could come in the form of um, people that God put around you to to just to to create a push for you to start journeying in a specific direction. It's only because I will do all that. Now the moment you now realize, oh my God, I'm a I'm a sinner, I need to change, I need to I need to shift. The time you are realizing that uh-huh, that's 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 just you having a sense of the work of the Holy Ghost that has been going on for day, for days, years, sometimes. Right? It could be going on for years. Now, all it's doing is it's preparing the heart, getting the heart ready for to receive. Amen. And what it's going to receive is to receive Christ. It's to receive God. Lord, I believe I get born again. Right, when that happens, the heart uh, then qualifies for Holy Ghost to begin to dwell in that place. But Holy Ghost will get everything ready so that a heart can be moved towards receiving. Amen. Amen. No, Holy Ghost does not stop there. What Holy Ghost now begin to do is it begins to generate desires in you. As you journey in the spirit, it begins to generate desire in you. Now, the aim of the spirit is to generate enough, that desire is momentum, is to generate enough momentum in you to fall in love with the things of God. Amen. Amen. Now, how does it do that? Holy Ghost begin to increase your appetite for the word. Holy Ghost begin to increase your appetite for praying. It begins to increase your appetite for the things of the Spirit. And not just that alone, to also manifest the things of the Spirit. It's Holy Ghost that do that. It's It's just that Satan can corrupt those desires. Now, something that's just supposed to be pure and ah, let me just desire God. I gotta just desire you. Then Satan will start saying, attach, attach the need to be known 
to it. Mm. Attach. Okay, you know when you when you, when you go like this and you have Holy Ghost expression, many people will know that you have the anointing on you. It's Satan that add that one to it. You know, most mm. of the time, most most of the desires towards the things of God mm. starts pure. Most of the time, yes, when I say start pure, it means from the depth of you, where that thing is coming from is usually pure. The problem is when that mixes with the soul, which is unclean. Mm-hmm. When I say unclean, means a soul that have the the wisdom of sin. Not not just sin. It now has the wisdom, wisdom. of sin. When it mixes with that, then the intent begin uh, becomes a little bit more muffled. But Holy Ghost is still wise. So. In that regard, because Holy Ghost has all the wisdom needed to 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 ex, to excuse some things out. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, if it is a, a normal human being that sees, okay, the, uh, what I'm telling you now is take this. Um, okay, the instruction for me to you is take this phone, go and give it to your sister. And the moment, maybe the person is now saying, no, I'm not going to give it to my sister. I'm going to go and sell it and spend the money. The moment you hear that, the first thing you say, thank you, give it back. I mean, for us now, that's what, (laughs) we're not going to do that thing, Mm. right? For Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost will not just shut it down like that. Now, it it will try as much as possible to shut it down. In the sense that it will tell you, you should not be desiring the things of God for this kind of thing. Mm. This is not what it is for. You should not. It will be, it will be teaching things like you should not desire to show. Mm. Don't desire the gift of God to show. It's not for show. It is actually for to bless others. Mm-hmm. Right? Then that's when you now see. And I believe for the longest time in the body, I think, that, I think that's still the doctrine of the Spirit, I'll say. The sense that where you see many ministers... They talk to you about oh anointing, okay, and then okay. When you talk about anointing, there are certain things you don't do. You need to, and there are certain things you must know. You know that anointing comes, oh, but you must not take glory. Mm-hmm. Now, how did, how did they know that you must not take glory? It's because people <laughs> there has been experiences mm-hmm. of people, or maybe the person self that did all those things and took glory, and then only goes needed to execute judgment in that light mm. because that was the prevailing light in that season. Mm. Now, not just judgment alone. In this, when I say judgment, it doesn't mean the Holy Ghost condemned the person. It's because in that sense, because of lack of strength, those souls can journey into things that will cut them off mm. from the life of God. Right? So, a, because of there is not enough strength of the doctrine of Christ, right? One of the ways Holy Ghost begin to send information to the soul is to withdraw things. It's there, but it will allow what you are wearing to to come over you. If, if that make, if that makes sense, you know when you when you are feeling you are feeling anointed, you feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, Holy Ghost will now allow you to experience the actual state of your soul. Mm. 
Now, I mean, if you've done something for a long time that you're not supposed to do, now that thing begins to write in your heart. When it writes in your heart, it becomes a formation in your soul. Now, when it becomes a formation in your soul, at that time, it, is, it has married your nature. And that's one of the hardest depth to reach. Now, at that time, not as Holy Ghost is powerless, Holy Ghost is not powerless, but according to what he's allowed to do, he may, he, may, he may not be able to save you from such, but he will keep telling you, journey back. See, that place you are going is not good. I will tell you to journey back is, don't take glory for yourself. The reason why you are, the reason why you are where you are is because you are taking glory. The reason why you are where you are is because you, you are, mm. what's it called? Let me, what else is that? You are, you are envying your neighbor. Mm. The reason why you are where you are is because you are not submitted. The reason why you are where you are is because you've not grown enough. Things like that, right? Then Holy Ghost begin to correct things. But those are the, th- mm. the reason for Holy Ghost correcting things is because it's still getting you prepared for the journey ahead. So all this thing that the Holy Spirit is doing is to get you ready for the journey ahead of you. Now, and that is why it is very important to desire Holy Ghost Mm. and drink His wine to the fullest as much as you can. There's a reason for that, right? Because I think like I explained on on, uh, Saturday, the reason for drinking that wine is actually to create room inside you. Now, I don't know how to put this thing. When Holy Ghost is creating desire inside, what it does is it, it kills so many ways of thinking. Right? What Holy Ghost wants to get to happen is to get you to start thinking spiritual mm. in a way. Doesn't mean you are spiritual yet, but start thinking spiritual. Or gain a spiritual gain a spiritual capability in the spirit mm. to be able to process the things of God. Now, if you don't have the capability to do that, when God is drawing near to you, it might be difficult to interpret God and interpret what God is saying to you. Right? Now, I mean, God wouldn't give the ability to speak in tongue if it's not needed. Now, most people think to speak in tongue is just the just one of the gifts. Not everybody needs to speak in tongues or pray in the spirit. I mean, the Bible clearly states it's for every believer. It's for every believer. Anybody that believes that that ability is for them. What is needed is just enough baptism. When there's enough baptism in the spirit, that soul can come into um, the experience. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that actually fight that um, that ability, right? In the sense that if you've been taught to not believe it, that's it. 
no matter no matter no matter i mean i, I, I don't know if I, I think i've mentioned it before there was a time uh, i mean we went i think in edmonton we were in a meeting and uh, we were praying in the spirit and i think about two two people there or three i think two or three actually they didn't believe in praying in the spirit but these people they are they are very I said they are very active in the spirit, but they don't speak in tongues. Okay, so when we now when I say they are active, I mean they are believers. They are they, they, you can see the manifestation of the gift of the spirit in a way, right? In in them, but they haven't they haven't they don't believe in praying in the spirit, and. What God did that day was to actually educate him about that. I'm going to get there, right? And all of a sudden, we started talking about praying in the spirit. And one of them now said they don't like it. And I asked, why? Then they began to talk that. They began to say that one of the reasons why they don't like it is because it feels as if it's competition. That most believers, one will be speaking louder than the other and... It's almost as if they are trying to compete about you know, praying in the spirit. Ah. <clears throat> then and I began to explain that. Praying in the spirit, that they should not see that well. I mean, it could just be the person speaking. Their voice could be just loud. <laughs> I mean, you don't know whether it's trying to compete or not. So perhaps you are just assuming, right, that they are trying to compete. But no, not really. Everybody expresses differently. Right, so they should not worry about that, but it is actually scriptural mm. to speak in tongue and pray in the spirit. Then, and I, that time, and I started teaching them about uh, the book of First uh, Corinthians 12 and 13 when you talk about uh, no, do I speak with tongue of angels? You no, know, just educating them about tongues, different kind of tongues, tongues of men, you know, tongues of angel, tongues, God, tongue of God. Um, after that, Una asked, do you now want to speak in tongues? After that, they said, yes, yes, they would really love to. And what happened is, during that teaching, God created a desire for the gift or for the ability. Right. Now, with that teaching, they began to desire it. And the funny thing is, if they don't desire it, they won't actually receive it. So if God wants to give you something in this way, what he, what he would actually do first is one way or the other create a desire in you for that thing. And once God was, is able to bet the desire, then you can receive it. Amen. Amen. So, during that, we, during that meeting, we now called them and then prayed for the three of them. So when we prayed for because I think it was my pastor James. When we prayed for them, two of them started speaking in tongue. One started speaking one started speaking tongue like but it's it's not clear. You know, tongue but not is it's almost like it it is in a form of groaning. That is that has not formed. You know, like you know, when a baby is trying to speak, mm. and say baba, 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 mm. or ah, just say ah, ah, or just you know, like a little be 
<laughs> we'll, be, we'll, be talk, we'll be talking, right? But not, perhaps in her mind, she's saying something. I'm pretty sure she's saying something. We are just not <laughs> Or the ah, ah. I'm pretty sure to her, she has said something. Maybe one day she's just wondering, why are you people not hearing what I am saying? And why are you not getting it? Maybe after a while they realize that we are not getting it, maybe start crying. Ah, okay, fine, wait, what, are you, what do you want? Right? Um, it's possible. So that's, that's, that's how the tongue begins to come out. But one person amongst them was not speaking. And then I was like, I'm not speaking, no. We just said, we know you have received. Just keep praying, it will come. And the issue there was just the heart and the mind. It has not fully... Because when we are praying, God told me she won't speak. And I know why. But all I can do is just encourage, right? Because the person receiving must believe, must be prepared to receive it before they can receive. Amen. So God... Uh, God allowed or God made that happen that day for them to be able to come into um, the grace needed to be able to, or the baptism needed to be able to speak in tongue or pray in the spirit. And imagine if God is so particular about that, then there must be something particular about praying in the spirit. Right. Now, I mean, if it was, if, it, if in God's plan, it, it means absolutely nothing, then God wouldn't have gone through the stress, well, I call it stress, gone through the stress and the whole um, process of getting them baptized to be able to speak in tongue. Why? Um, because that ability to speak in tongue is not just, hey, let's just speak and then talking nonsense. It's actually a sign of a configuration in the soul or a tuning in the soul mm. towards the spirit. Oh. It's a tuning. It's like they tuned you. And that tuning can be increased over time. Mm. The, the tuning, the tuning, because you, as you grow in the spirit, your tongue changes. It does. And sometimes you might even find yourself speaking strange tongues. It's, mm. it's just because of access in the spirit. Now, why am I saying all these things? Is to create a desire for these things. Now, what does speaking in tongues signify? When we, when we look at it, it just signifies spirit. Right? Like praying in the spirit. Um, it signifies spirit. Is a, is a, is a, that is the evidence of drinking of wine. When you drink wine, you you would lose yourself. And that is the purpose of filling you with the spirit. Why? Because to connect spirit, you must lose yourself. I don't I, I, I don't I think I remember. Now it's very important when I say lose yourself in the sense that if you are trying to engage the things of the spirit and you interact with it the same way you interact with your everyday activity or the same way you interact with going to, to class, yeah. right? You know, class is very straightforward. 
you go there, lecturer speaks, okay, hi, okay, and then they have textbook, they will even point you to where you go and read. Okay, all right, so um, there is A, there is uh, two clippers, the cuffed clipper, the straight clipper. Now, the cuffed clipper is to cut straight line, the cuffed clipper is to cut the curve. When you, when you want to cut the curve, you, you need to use the cuffed clipper, you know, everything is arranged, right? Now, the, the natural world or the, the, the learning world, when you want to learn, is, is not designed for you to think spiritually. Now, I'm not saying you should not go to school. I'm just, I'm just trying to differentiate the, the thinking cap. It's not the, it's not the same way. The thinking cap arranged for natural life, right? And I, I don't know why we are even saying natural life these days. I mean, there, should not, there shouldn't be anything called natural life because man is a spirit, right? The, the thinking cap that we wear in the natural is different from the thing is different from the thinking cap needed for spiritual things. And a soul must have been baptized enough to be able to switch. Amen. Amen. To be able to what? To switch into the spirit. Now what God's intent is not even for you to be switching on and off. God's intent is for you to gain enough growth, enough mastery to remain in the spirit. In short, there, should, there, shouldn't, be a, there shouldn't be a time you are off, you are out. You can, you, can, you can use the spiritual thinking cap in the natural life, in school. You can use it. You can use it in school, you can use it at home, you can use it anywhere. Why? Because that thinking cap has a higher wisdom than the natural thinking cap. Now, what should, what should take over your natural thinking process is the spiritual. But that won't happen if you don't fall in love enough with the things of the spirit. Now, I saw I was able to see the difference clearly when I just began to grow. Now, because when I, when I go to school, I read, I study, I do the same thing. There, 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 there's a way that one does feel, there's a way it goes. Right? You just come, you read, you write, you know, you have a method of study, you put everything down. Once you go through it, and, and funny enough, even if, even if you don't know book, eh? when I say don't know book, maybe you don't like studying. If you can study your book three to five times, go through it, read it over and over, right? And, you, and, and, you're, and you're not just coming through, you actually studied it over and over. There's no way you won't pass. Just, I mean, that diligence alone is enough, right? And that's the method. But in the spirit, just having, having a method does not work. Because the way you give something to a man, right, in the spirit, is not the same way you give something to a man in the natural. In short, the, the, it's, it's totally different. Now, for men to be able to receive the things that they'll give to you in the spirit, that is why Holy Ghost needed to come, baptize you enough so that you have, you have what it takes 
to receive spiritual things. Amen. Amen. Now, if, if God did not come, if Christ didn't come and make a way for Holy Ghost to come, right? I don't, I don't know if we will ever be able to journey in the Spirit the way we should. Amen. Um, let's open the book of John. Today is just more of a admonition. I think I, th- I think we'll find grace to escape this ecclesiastes today, hopefully. Let's open to the book of John. Mm-hmm. Let's open 14. Or sixteen. Okay, I think we will read sixteen, but there's also a part in fourteen that I wanted to read. Let me see if I can find it. You know what? Okay, let me read. Let me read verse. Okay, let's let read chapter sixteen, verse twelve. I read from verse seven actually. So, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away, for I go not. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness 
and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, bit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and will show you things to come. Amen. So you see here in this verse, it says that, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Um, you notice that, okay, here it says, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them. What that means is, even if he says it to them, they would have no access into whatever he said. But even now, he can't even say it to them because they don't have the capacity to hear him. Now, the only person that is designed to speak this word is the Holy, is the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, the means by which God can speak to you is the spirit. But it's not just <clears throat> for to speak to you. It's to also give you access into speakings. Amen. It's what? It's to give you access into speakings. It says, it says, it, it says here that I have many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Ah, but when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of himself. What will he do? He will, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Before whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Now, this thing that he's saying is not new. He said, whatsoever he hear, he shall speak. Why? Because Christ followed the same pattern. What, whatsoever I see the Father, I do. Then him too, whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak. Right? Now, is a way that, 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 that word, that, the way they explain that, is, is, is a way they bring things into manifestation. If that makes sense. Now, if Christ, 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 or let's say God could just be doing what he's doing, right? Christ decided, or let me put this, Christ could have done anything he wanted, but he didn't. He had to wait. He, he has to look so that he will see. Then when he see, he will do. Now, that ensures that it is the Father that worketh in him. So it's not him, it is the Father that worketh in me. That's what he's saying, right? Now, that is the way the Father worketh in the Son. The same way Holy Ghost will hear and speak. What that means is, it is Christ that is speaking. Now, I said something earlier that Holy Ghost is not just for to talk to you. 
is to also give you access to speakings. The way it gives you access to speakings is by tongue. Right? Is by tongues. Right? So the reason, part of the reason for tongue is actually to give you access to speaking. You may have access to speaking in a level. Or, or imagine, imagine if all Holy Ghost is here to do is to tell you, don't wear that clothes. Wear that clothes. Do you think, do you think that's the only thing Holy Ghost wants to talk to you about? Don't go that direction. Go the other direction. Right? Holy Ghost does that. He, he, will even, he will do that as part of the training to get you ready for the journey. But what Holy Ghost wants to say to you is much, 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 much more than that. There are things Christ wants to say to you when you get born again that you can't bear. You just can't bear it. You can't hear him. No matter how sweet that Holy Ghost life is, that you pray, oh, you are praying, and just felt you were high in the spirit. I mean, that's even if you like that kind of a thing. Not everybody. Now, that, that's the funny part. These days, people don't like stressful Christianity. You know, you know what stressful Christianity is? Where you pray and read your Bible, or pray all day, read your Bible. People don't like it. It's a problem. These days is what was I? Which day was that? I was talking about jet age. We're in the jet age, Abby. Was was it last week Saturday? Everything now is jet, 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 jet age. I mean, even people people want to read Bible on a jet. When I say on a jet, means we are done. Right? No time to meditate. No time to digest the word. No time to engage the word. No time to regurgitate. No time to chew the word. Now, all those things are exercise needed in the spirit. Oligos Fatamaha, Oligos will teach you how to Oligos will teach you how to eat the word or how to digest the word. Although you may not have access to the word yet. But what it will do is it will teach you on how to stay on the word, how to digest the word, how, how to work with the word, how to use it. Now many of us don't know how to use the word. You know that, right? When I say you know that, means when we think about the word of God, eh? when we think about the word of God, what we think simply is, let me read the Bible and pray and fulfill our righteousness. Right? Or perhaps maybe when we are having a discussion, I'll be able to at least use one or two Bible passages. But the scripture is not just... For, I mean, that in the course of your, our daily life, that kind of happened anyways. Right? The main reason for the word, right, is for instruction, is for your life. Right? And you need to learn how to fetch it how to engage it. Right? Amen. Part of what Holy Ghost will do is teach you all these things. I mean, you can, if, if, you, if you do this thing well in the milk of the word, 
I mean, when you are when you are entering Christ, you be, you know, you know when when some people are when, when some people are using uh, skateboard to journey Christ, you'll be using jet. The real the real jet, the real jet in the spirit, hmm, is not reading your Bible fast. Is a learning to build jet skill. Learning to build when you are in Holy Ghost, learn to build your tool well. See that jet engine? A lot went into it to make it to give it the precision ah, the precision it has. Do you know if one single thing is wrong with that plane, as people are flying on the plane, they'll just drop. See how delicate it is. See how fast the plane is moving. They have to make sure that the component is function at the optimum level. If there's anything wrong with it, they need to quickly fix it. The times that people have done, uh, what's that is? Mago is what is calling me, but I'm looking for the right English word. Ah, time has gone on to, to round up. Um, no, the time people have boycotted or they, they, they don't, let's say they lie, because be, I, I was watching some of the, the series for some, you know, fatal plane crash. One of one thing that is common is one either neglect or lack of maintenance. Now, lack of maintenance sometimes was was because people are trying to boycott the proper maintenance process because it is expensive. And I think one of the company had a, had, had an issue, and the the longer the plane stays on the ground, the less money they make. So they want to bring down the wait time of the plane to as little as possible. So some maintenance they are supposed to be doing while the plane is waiting, they were falsifying documents that they were doing it, but they were not actually maintaining the plane. So one tiny screw jack, just imagine just one tiny screw jack, that if they were maintaining would have been fine. The teeth wore off, right? And as a result, what was stabilizing the plane but what was stabilizing the plane was relying on just one tiny screw, which proper maintenance would have taken care of the problem. And guess what happened? The, the plane crashed and killed many many lives because they were trying to boycott boycott uh, process, and they were looking for money. They just killed people like that. Right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of precision and maintenance needed to get to get a jet engine functioning the way it should, even the, the entire plane itself. Right. So as, as a result, there's a need to build natural skills with regards to growing up, with regards to engaging the spirit. Right. Now it is not when you are in Christ you learn how to read your Bible. If you don't have to, if you don't have to read your Bible, even let's even even though what you might be hearing might be Christ, mm. but that doesn't mean you have Christ skills. Mm. Sometimes you might be hearing things about everlasting life, but that doesn't mean you have what is needed in that stage, right? It just means that that is the word that Christ has given access to in that season and in that time. However, it is very important that you know your your grace, your 
it is very it is very important to be sincere with your journey. Know where you are. I mean, don't 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 take don't don't assume things that you know you don't have wisdom for. But you can grow into the wisdom for it. There's not 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 there's nothing stopping growth in the spirit and there's and there's and there's nothing shameful about where anybody is in the spirit. Nothing. Everybody will grow. Right? But it is important that you pay attention to things you need to grow. Those are the key things important. Now, and that is and that is the point where you fall in love with things needed for your growth. Now, when you are growing is a time of your youth. Right? When you are growing is your youthful age. When you've grown, that means you've passed youthful season. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what Holy Ghost will let me let me let me let me move quickly back to this um, John and then I'll I read this passage and then I'll, I'll just some of two things and then I round up. As verse 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 eleven, it says of judgment because the prince of the world is judged. Twelve, it says, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. So what Holy Ghost? The the reason for sending the Comforter is to get them to the point where they are ready to bear the word. That bearing there means they can hear. They can hear the word. Now, an Holy Ghost needs to invest in a soul to get that soul to the point where it's ready to hear Christ. Amen. Now, if a soul wants to be ready for Christ, one of the things that the soul should build is desire for the things of God, right? Now, if there's anything that you want to build or you, you, you desire in the spirit, spiritually, maybe, maybe it's just that you just don't understand Bible, you just want to be understanding Bible. Just keep desiring that. Keep praying. Keep, keep longing for. Now, that is Holy Ghost building you up in your journey. Right. Sometimes we think everything is left up to the Holy Spirit to do. No, not all of the time. Sometimes they would quicken us. Sometimes they would expect you to respond. Amen. They what? They would expect you to respond. Now, and that that's your and your response is your hunger for the things of God. I mean, don't 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 waste your time. Don't waste the time you have. Use it. Any time you have that you can use to learn, learn spiritual things. Listen to messages. Read your Bible. Pray. I mean, spend time in praying. This is when you have when you have. To, these are the time you have to pray. As a young person, honestly, you should you should you, you should free your schedule as much as you can. To give yourself for the things of God. Amen. Uh, the things of God should be priority for growth. Right? Because the things, other things don't really matter much. But that doesn't mean you won't, you won't I mean, you go to school, you go to work, 
right? You would. What else do we do? <coughs> you go to school, you go to work. What else? You hang out. I mean, hanging out can be. Fo- I mean, hang- you know, hanging out. You know that hanging out doesn't mean that you are not spiritual, right? Sometimes you even need it. Sometimes God wants you to hang out. <laughs> eh? With I mean, when you say hang out with godly friends too, <laughs> God wants you to hang out with godly friends so that you can you can you can be built. So that you can acquire. You no, know, sometimes it's in true, it's it's true. I was association that something spiritual will rub off on you. Sometimes it's like that. I mean, for me, it happened because it was true association like that that I I I, I came into a desire to just know Bible, know how to use Bible. I know I did not finish that thought about knowing how to use Bible and all those things, but. I guess maybe that will be another thought for another day. I was reading my Bible, but I didn't know how to apply it. I didn't know how to even. I didn't. I don't even know how to engage the Bible. I don't know how to to engage the Holy Ghost in the Word. All I just know is read. So I read with sorrow in my heart because as I'm reading, there's no sight. At all, there's no oil, there's no, there's no desire. But as I'm even reading, it's getting boring. And it's, you know, there's nobody else. So you know, it's for, if if it's somebody talking to you now, I mean, you can. It is more likely like, please finish what you have to say quickly and beg. Let us quickly go, right? But now nobody is talking to you. It's you reading Bible. Yeah. As you are reading it, you are reading it fast in such a way that let me quickly read this thing. I'm not understanding this thing. What, what, what am I doing? I check out mentally. Even though I'm reading the thing, but my mind is not even engaged in it. My spirit... No, the, way, the way... When you come to read Bible, make, take, it as, take it as life. Take it as sacred. When you read it, even though you don't understand what it means, make, take it as sacred as it is and just keep reading it. Don't check out mentally. That's what Satan wants, wants us to do. Keep reading it. At first, it might seem like your biology textbook is much more interesting than your Bible. Or, that's people that do, like science. Or, you know, for some of us that like reading novels, it might seem like that Tom Clancy novel, you know, for guys, or for girls, what kind of novel do you guys like? You guys like, let me round up. You've been doing novels. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's good. Well, maybe you people, do you, you watch movies? Sometimes. Okay. What do you like doing? That is not anything new about me. Sleep. <laughs> I, well, that's good, Sha. Because, I mean, sleep can seem very more interesting than reading Bible. I mean, nah, because that, that's a good thing, too. That's a good thing. I mean, that's a good example. Right? What I'm trying to point out is whatever gives you pleasure that you love may, t- may seem more interesting than things spiritual. Right? But what, go- what God wants is to get you to the point where they, they decrease your wine for those things and then they begin to increase your desire 
for the things of God. To get to the point where reading your Bible is as important as breathing. Now, when God began to open my eyes, that's one, one, that's one thing I realized. It, it as if the word of God, spiritual life, is the air I breathe. If I don't, if I, it's as if, if I don't do it, I'll die. So I'll, I'll read my Bible, take books, take and I take in books, start reading them. And the more I read them, the more I feel the anointing, which is pretty much the Holy Ghost. And the more I do that, the more I want to do that because I like what I'm seeing. I like how I feel. I like, I don't say feel, I mean, I'm not, something spiritual is not sensual, right? I like what, let me put, I like what is happening to me spiritually. Because the wine is very intoxicating because I love, I love spiritual things a lot. So the more I do it, the more interest is being created. When the more I read, the more I the, when I read the book, some things will just stand out in the book, and that will, that will trigger me into another thought about scriptures. And I begin to meditate. I begin to meditate. I begin to meditate, right? And sometimes I may just be doing something randomly. All of, all of a sudden, I just feel the spirit within me just stared. Sometimes it could stare with the scripture. I'll just go to that scripture and just keep meditating and keep meditating. And keep meditating and just stay. That's how God started me. Right? And that's me going from I have no clue about what the Bible is saying to desires. About studying, about praying, about just being in that presence. And just being engaged spiritually. As I'm washing plates and meditating, that time... It's almost as if I was living in an entire in an entirely different world. As I'm as I'm watching, so I'll be watching TV with the rest. I'm watching the TV, I'm watching the movie. Oh, my mind is my mind is thinking scripture. Yeah. At that point, the only thing that made that is of value to me is the spiritual life. How to get God. Now, when I now, when I now tasted that. It became real to me that I can grow. And the moment it be, and when I saw, I said, "Ah, this is the way to grow." I will give myself to it, and I began to pursue after God. I began to study. I began to read. I was just, if I can pray, pray in the spirit. What's God doing? God is creating room. He's creating room for Him to fill me. Amen. I think this this is what I pause. I think I think we, we've we, we've. Um, Touch, touch base on this particular subject enough, eh? but we'll see. But one thing I just want to point out there is that desire. Don't quench that desire for the things of God. Feed it. That's what I'll say. Feed. It's whatever you feed that grows. Right? Now, if you're having just a little strength of desire for God, in an area, feed that desire. Continue feeding it. Continue feeding it. And you'll notice that you begin to grow spiritually. That, that desire will not begin to call other desires for the things of God. And as they are all coming together, God is equipping you. God is building you. God is getting you ready. Right? So this is a time. These are the, the time to love. The, if if you are still processing the things of God, the same way you process biology textbook and math and calculus, 
What else do we do in school? But you desire a different way of thinking. Desire it. Pray to develop the, the attitude, the right posture to study, the right, the right wisdom to study. Keep praying. Now, when you keep praying and keep praying and keep praying, God will answer your prayer. Over time, you begin to develop a, a different thinking cap, a different capability in the spirit to begin to process God's things. Praying in the spirit is, like I said, praying in the spirit is very essential. Now, praying in the spirit has a lot to do with God bringing things your way spiritually. Now, because when you are praying in the spirit, what you are really praying for is God's will. Now, God's will is not about getting you, I mean, by now we all know, it's not about getting you the biggest thing in life. God's will for you is for you to be built a spiritual house for him to dwell in. So when you pray in the spirit and you pray God's will, that means you are praying for God to make a way for you to grow spiritually. And that is a sign that you are, you are telling God, God, I love this thing. I love spiritual things. Please give it to me. And then we keep hungry. I don't know if that word exists, but we keep hungry. Or we hunger and thirst for the things of God. Amen. I think that's where I'll stop tonight. Uh, today is a very, very short day. Amen. Any question?
Anyways, I got home. I didn't call my mom because I didn't want her to panic while I was driving. So when I got home, my mom was at home. And next day I go home. Oh, hey, and also my throat was so dry. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to drink water. I didn't have water in my mm. car. My throat was just very dry for some reason. So when I got home, oh, uh, my mom was home, luckily. So I drank water and then I just, I went to bed. And then um, I, I remember like when I went to bed, um, we were both praying in tongues. But I don't, for, I don't know for how long, but she she laid hands on me and she were just both praying for it quite a while. And after we finished praying, just we stopped, and then um, she continued. Praying. And then I fell asleep, but I I could hear her voice like even when I was sleeping, she was saying, you "Just need to have faith. You need to have faith." And she continued praying. She was like, "You need to have faith." And I was just I, I think I cause I, so I slept, and then I woke up. I went to eat, and then I slept again. So I think the whole evening yesterday was just a blur. <laughs> Like I remember my mom was in my room the whole time she was praying for me and um, so when I woke up and then she woke me up again in the midnight to pray so we all we prayed again in the midnight so when I woke up this morning I was just like it was just a very strange evening mm-hmm. yesterday like I was I'm just so grateful for for God keeping me and sustaining me I don't know what happened but I trust that God obviously is in control and I just thank God because it could have been a different story like it was just a, I can't even explain much like it was very weird even like the evening went by so fast I spent of the evening I go home I spent most of the time sleeping because I don't even I just I need to I, <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on so I just mm-hmm. thank God because I'm alive and well and I give glory Amen. I give glory to God for keeping me Amen. Amen. Thank God for His mercies, for safety, for keeping you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. Give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness to be that exalted in Jesus name but as we end tonight we ask Father that you will strengthen our heart to hear you but I will pray by your mercy that you will continue to increase your wine in us to pant after you to desire you more than we've ever even desired in the name of Jesus Father, in places where we are struggling to fall in love with you, we ask, Father, that by your mercy, you will send help. You will send help for us even to receive blessings bountifully, even for to desire you more and more and more in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for your wine that you will release much and much of your wine for us to drink, that we might be filled with your spirit in the name of Jesus. We we pray for abundant supply of your spirit in life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' name,